Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. You know what it is, seven days of spook and scare. Two episodes a day, one family-friendly spook and one thrill-seeking scare. Tonight's movie is The Boogeyman. This movie is on Disney Plus if you are in Canada. It came out this year, 2023, and the genre is horror. Flat out. The MPAA rating is PG-13 for terror, violence, teen drug use, and strong language. Terror and violence? Like, I knew I did good with this one. And then our director is Rob Savage. Now, I feel like if he did any other job, any other type of movie, I would be disappointed because your name can't be Rob Savage unless you're delivering some some spooky stuff, okay? The tagline is don't let it out. Once again, another another gem that makes me feel good about the movie I chose. Our director Rob Savage has also done host and dash cam. And I gotta find hosts because I've heard that that is one of the scariest movies if we're going based on a heart rate. I will drop the article in the in the show notes. But um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to be scared. <laughs> Let's go. We have three writers for this movie. Scott Beck, Brian Woods and Mark Heyman. Heyman has done Black Swan and Strange Angel. Woods has done Nightlight and Spread. And then Beck has done 65 and Haunt. Our actors in this movie, we have three mains. Sophie Thatcher, who plays Sadie, is our main main, okay? She has been in Yellow Jackets and The Tomorrow Man. We have Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays Sawyer, who you may have seen in Obi-Wan Kenobi and Dear Zoe. And then we have Chris Messina, who played Will, who stars in Based on a True Story and The Aviary. Our production companies are 20th century, you know them. The creator and no one will save you are just a couple of the movies that they have done. And then we have 21 Laps, who has done Stranger Things and Free Guy. Our description is great. A terrifying horror thriller from the mind of Stephen King about two sisters and their therapist father struggling to cope with the recent death of their mother. When a patient unexpectedly shows up at their home seeking help, he leaves behind a supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds off their suffering. Now, you just know this movie is going to be sad because why we got to feed off the fact that I'm already suffering, man? It's just wrong. And then the description starts out as terrifying horror thriller. And normally I'd be like, y'all are doing too much with this description, trying to get me spooked more so than the movie actually is. But I think the movie was done really well. I did watch it in my bed, in the dark, in the middle of the night. And honestly, if you want to be scared by watching a scary movie, the best thing you can do is put yourself in the right mindset. And that's what I did. And the creep factor is there. Wasn't super scary. You know, didn't have my heart racing or anything. But the thing, the boogeyman, it is eat. It is spooky, okay? I thought I may have induced nightmares. 
Um, I didn't, but I totally thought that that was what was coming because I was really hoping I wouldn't see it, but I really wanted to see it. And so, you know how you just get yourself hype up? That's, that's kind of what it was. Now, Stephen King is not my favorite. I don't really care for the books, but the adaptations are usually really good. Like, yeah, like, they they have a really good creep factor, but the the latest Stephen King movies that I've seen have had like a humor factor in them too, and this one doesn't have that. Like Pet Cemetery is hilarious to me. Like I loved it; it was gem. But this is different, and this is based on a short story. And I feel like there's so much more that you can do with a short story because the story is short, and so you're embellishing. All of these things that are in it. And now, honestly, I want to read the short story because this is the only the second adaptation of this short story. And I'm really surprised because I thought there was a lot more boogeyman's, but not based on Stephen King's story. So that is an interesting fact that I wanted to make sure to give. But the movie was good. I enjoyed it. I I love the adrenaline rush that I get while watching it. I love something being hidden in the dark. I'm a paranormal kind of scary movie fan. Um, So this kind of checked all the boxes for me. I'm not going to lie. You will be irritated with one of the characters. I won't tell you who, um, but one of them is going to make your movie experience not as great. But you have to remember it's all a part of the movie. So we're just going to have to let it go. Did I need more from this movie? No, I think I wanted more, but I didn't necessarily need anything further. Everything was kind of cleared up for me and I was able to go on about my business when the movie was over. I have no questions. And I think even though that there was more creep factor than scary, I still think it is a really good movie for the Halloween season lineup because the scare is there, okay? I don't have to be terrified. It takes a lot for me to get really worked up in a movie. And I haven't found that. I think I found it once, but I think when I watched it the second time, it didn't really hit the same. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a wrap and let's move on to the spoilers. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, aka spoilers. Hope to see you there. Spoiler time. And of course, we start out the movie killing a baby. And I was just not prepared. I even wrote in my notes like this is what we're doing in this movie. And obviously, this is the only one. And Actually, at the end of that scene, I still wasn't convinced that the baby was gone. I thought it was just like a, you know, a part of the scary factor and like, ooh, like this could be happening kind of thing. But then you realize shortly after that, yes, the baby did die. And then the boogeyman came and fed off of that with the rest of the family. And I'm just like, wow, like way to destroy the whole family. It's really sad. Lester's life really sucks. And I hurt for him, but I hate him from coming for coming into a family like this and it makes me wonder like was he spreading a curse because like I'm guessing the boogeyman didn't know who they were before but he's like oh hey like I have 
a new a new host for you. This family is really suffering. The dad doesn't want to talk about his dead wife, but the two kids are are just really struggling over the death of their mom and there's no connection here. They go to family therapy and nothing's working. These are the perfect people for you. And that's what I kind of feel like happened. So I kind of hate Lester as well as feeling bad for him because why would you do that? Why would you come and dump this boogeyman on them? And then like, obviously I'm guessing the boogeyman killed him, but why commit in their house? Like, come on, dude. Like you just, you just suck. Okay. And you know what else sucks? Bullies. I was so mad at the fact that these girls are harassing her when she's finally coming back to school. And I'm like, why, why are you even socializing with Sadie? And then it turns out one of them is supposed to be one of her closest friends who is the worst character in the movie. Okay. Worse than the dad, because the dad is, you know, he's struggling with something. But this girl is like, oh, we're still friends, but like, these are my new friends. And yeah, and like the new friends hate Sadie. And like, what is Sadie supposed to do? Suck up to them? Could be a completely different person just to still have a relationship with her friend? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I hate that she had to endure anything with them, especially when they locked her in that room where Lester died. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, how terrible can you be? I wanted them to, I wanted the boogeyman to get them so bad because you just suck, okay? I'm just not happy about it, all right? So so we're going to move on. This movie has a lot of those scenes where you're like, oh my God, like there's a door open and you're just scared of what they're going to see next. I am like, eyes wide open staring at the screen because I don't want to miss anything but then when I see the thing I am freaked out Sawyer is I don't know how they film scary movies with young children and I'm not sure if Sawyer is even considered young enough to like do the movie differently but she played that part so well because I thought I thought my girl was really in danger out here. She has this ball of light. She has, she's afraid of the dark. And so she always has light. I'm like, yeah, my girl, I'm not afraid of the dark. I just, I really like to sleep in the dark. So watching this movie was even scarier for me because I was straight up in darkness watching this on my iPad in bed. And like my bed faces the doors. And so every time I look up, I'm looking at this, this black, door oh my god it was so buggy um (laughs) but anyways uh Sawyer has this ball that she just kind of rose into this darkness areas which is great in theory but our girl needs a string for them because rolling that ball in there how you gonna get it back without walking over there and then the boogeyman crushed it and I was like my heart please (laughs) please don't take her because that is like the good thing about scary movies is you don't really know where they're going. I've never had, I've never seen a scary movie where they kill somebody and I, I was completely not expecting it or I felt like it was just totally wrong of them to do so. But you never know what's going to happen in these movies. So they could have taken Sawyer from us. They didn't, but they could have. And like, how was I supposed to know if they weren't going to? I would not watch this movie again. Oh, you know, I I take that back. I probably won't watch this movie again because of this 
wiggly tooth. I think that children losing their teeth is so disgusting. Like it honestly grosses me out. I have a hard time brushing my son's teeth and he's three. So this this scene where they're like doing a close-up on her wiggly tooth and then they're like slamming the door to pull the tooth out is just I just the creep factor is so there for me that makes it totally Halloweeny. But please, please no with the teeth. And then Sadie somehow ends up with the tooth lodged in her throat. And it's like I know when she's pulling I knew that somehow she was going to ingest that tooth. I just knew it. And she's like pulling on this string and the freaking tooth comes back up. And I almost had to turn the movie off and like and take a break because that was so nasty. But it worked. It, it did its job. It was it was gross. And it was great for the movie. Uh, a fun part of this movie is when she dropped the recorder. So she's listening to the recorder with Lester's um basically like confession of like what's going on with him and she freaks out and drops the recorder and I can't even say drops it's almost like she threw it because it kind of jumped out of her hand perfectly into this cup of water and I'm like that was so amazing and I wonder if that was meant to be like that like did they do multiple takes to get it to drop in the water because I feel like it would have made more sense if it just fell to the floor. But you know, I know everybody has had that moment where you've dropped something or done something and it just perfectly goes in something else, just like the recorder in the water. So I'm like, I kind of wonder if that was an accident and they left it in. If I ever find out, I'll let you know. But I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought it was not cool, but I thought it was kind of fun um, that it was even in there because no part of this movie is like humorous or anything like that. So that's what makes me think it's kind of out of place and they left it because it is actually realistic that she dropped the recorder in the water like that. I want to say that Sadie and Sawyer are great. They're wonderful siblings. They are like taking care of each other, but also not super into each other like it's a realistic relationship in my mind and Sawyer is not no punk y'all she was beating the crap out of Sadie um because she was scared and I love her for that she is so smart she I don't I think this is like a new thing that I'm seeing in these movies like the kids are not just annoying crybabies anymore like they're taking a stand and they're like, you are not getting me. I'm going to be smart about this and I'm going to cry, but I'm going to be smart about it first. And that's what I love. That is what I love. This dad, though, I hated him. You know, I didn't hate him because I think I hated the best friend more, but I really disliked Will because your kids need you. And this is. <laughs> You know, oh, it's like part of me is like, yeah, I get it. You're struggling and you can't be there. But like, that's the whole point of therapy. And your kids are just asking for, for something from anything from you. And you can't give them it. 
and you're still doing, and you're a therapist. You're a therapist, you go into family therapy, and you're still taking on patients, but you can't even talk to your kids a little bit about what's going on. And then you pack up the mom's office and put all her stuff in boxes and you're throwing it out because we need to move on. Like, dude, give me a break. And there's no way I would have taken that stuff into the basement. I would have went straight to my bedroom and opened it there because basements are scary. As I'm recording this in a basement, I'm actually kind of spooking myself. Um, but yeah, it it was really dark in her basement. And yeah, no, 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 no. I hate it. And then the scene that really threw me off, but I think was added for that real like scare factor is when she went to go see Lester's wife and like there's candles lit everywhere but the that the house seems unreal like as soon as she walked in I guess as soon as she got to the second floor it was like this doesn't seem right this almost seems like um well I don't know how to explain it but it just didn't feel authentic um but it did help with the scare factor because the boogeyman was obviously there and freaking everybody out and she was being used as bait which of course she was going to be used as bait but it didn't work out the way that she thought that the the lesser's wife thought the thing can't be killed so the thing couldn't be killed whatever um and it just didn't work out so she, you know, she gets out of there and the boogeyman is, is fast. Okay. And that makes it more scary. The, the fastness, the being on the walls, all of that stuff is freaky. And like the fact that you can always just see it out of the corner of your eye is real spooky. Like you may be able to get me to watch a movie all the way through where I never see the thing. It's always just right out of reach. Because that is terrifying when you can't actually see what it is. So there's a scene where the boogeyman is trying to consume Sadie. And it is such a beautiful scene. So... If you haven't seen the movie, you should watch it for that scene alone, even though the the whole movie is good. But that was just visually really appealing to watch. And then mom even came through to help out, you know, from the afterlife. I knew they were going to set it on fire. It freed all the souls that it took, which is great because that's one thing I hate. Like in these scary movies, the the fact that when these monsters, for lack of a better term, consumes these people, it traps their souls. And so like they can't even feel freedom after they have died. And that just makes me so sad. But in this, they all got freed. And we even ended with a successful therapy session. So that was great, even though the boogeyman tried to get her again. But she was like, uh-uh, I ain't opening up this door. You is not getting me. And yeah, and that's how the movie ended. And I thought it was great. I enjoyed the movie. It was dark. It was spooky. It was scary. It was creepy. And I had such a good time watching it. This is a movie that I really think 
would be great if you got a group of friends in the dark and you need some something spooky to watch. I think this would have been a really good movie to watch when I attended um, a Halloween party a couple years ago. We were all just watching movies together and we ended up watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was a really great movie to watch. But I think this one would have been good, too, because it takes place in a house. And I think that would have added to the scary factor because we were in somebody's house. So, yeah, this is a movie that I think would be great for your watch party if you're having one. Let me know what your thoughts were. Um, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. So look for me on Twitter, Instagram and threads at Chatty Sisters. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, share it and leave a review. Now, you know what I'm going to say. If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.